0: When you're down in your luck, you're lost in the muck, and your team is running last. Just grab a beer, sit down and cheer for the Cause of the Void Podcast. Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of the Cause of the Void Podcast. I'm Jimmy. Five already. <laughs> so I so, say and I'm Adrian. And yeah, yeah. I'm so, Adrian. And I'm, yeah, there we and go. I'm Adrian. <laughs> you gotta say it in a weird. <laughs> Accent. That's
1: your thing, Jimmy, not okay,
0: mine. Okay, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so say we'll, um, I guess, continue the conversation on music. Um, see if we can finish off music today. Probably not, I don't know. We'll see what happens, Adrian. We'll see what happens. You just improv it, that's what we do. <laughs> Yeah. I've got some notes oh, here, just in case viewers didn't think that we um, completely improvise it. You might as We've well, got, let's be honest. <laughs> just, <laughs> The production got some va- nice notes here. With the production value of this, I mean, come on. <laughs> got some nice. Anyway, anyway. Um, start us off, Jimmy. We'll start us off. We'll start us off. So, um, last episode we talked about, I guess, the um, evolution of music. I suppose, um, and I kind of noticed something when I was, you know, thinking about the whole evolution of music. How music's different, you know, back, back before we were born until until now. Um, and, it, it, and I did some research, I've done, you know, I like to do research on, um, you know, different songs, different eras and stuff, and I noticed that in 1992, um, Triple J, it was Double J back then, released its hottest 100, um, as per usual, you know, they, they were doing it back then as well, obviously, um, this is an all-time list, so, you know, from, from all the eras, I suppose, and, and Nirvana's Smell Like 10 Spirit 1. Uh, despite the fact it was released in September 1991 so only only a year prior and um, people back then um, I guess voted and, and thought that a song released a year prior was actually the the greatest song ever um, I don't th- I don't know I I, 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 I personally th- don't think that that's happened for a while I mean we still think that it smells like ten spirit is you know the number one song, it was I think in 20, uh, 2009 it was or 2010. Triple J released the same Hottest 100 and it won again. Dean was up there as well, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, like it won again. But today, today, I, I can't imagine a song, um, maybe it's a cultural thing or I, I, I don't know, that was released a year prior, so t- you know, 2018, and people today think that, that was that's the greatest song ever.
1: What do you think? <laughs> I don't know if you were finished. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I think part of that stems from the fact that, you know, older music has had a lot more time to saturate our culture, pop mm-hmm. culture. You know, you see old songs used in, mu- in movies, like um, the, the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. It's mm. all 70s yeah. and 80s yeah. classics, and it got people back into them. Yeah. But then the outlier being Nirvana they had a song that was a year, possibly even less than a year yeah. old, at the top of the list. I honestly think it just speaks as to how great they were. Yeah. The music sort of panned out across everyone, mm. not just mm. within a certain genre, even though they were grunge. Yeah, it, yeah that they were is, one of the best bands. That is true. Do you, and, like,
0: do you think it is possible today for a song being released a year prior and people being like, well, you know, this, it's, no. it is a relatively new song
1: and I think it's the best ever and common view. No. Like, why not? I think there's a larger generational gap. Yeah. You know, like, uh, I think that in the past, music slowly transitioned to what parents and then their kids would listen to. Yep. But the gap now is just way... Way further apart. Yeah. You know, like you have suburban white kids listening to, you know, African-Americans talking about growing up in ghettos and (laughs) and crimes, (laughs) and they're like, yeah, I vibe with this. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah, and I guess our parents would probably never listen to
1: that properly, I suppose. No, absolutely Um, not. It's just way too different for them to be able to really relate to, I think. hmm. Especially with certain rappers now, like Rest In Peace X... Yeah, it's way more aggressive and violent. Okay. Yes, you know. But
0: that's the same with Nirvana, isn't it? They were very aggressive and violent. They released a song. Yeah, they- what
1: was it? I hate myself and I wanted. to I yes, want to die. Also, they also released a song called "Rape Me," but <laughs> the actual music itself, right? That's what I mean. Like the the lyrics were violent, but but the music itself wasn't as aggressive. And they actually sang instead of screaming into a microphone or. Rapping really loudly.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: I don't know. I still I still find it hard to believe that,
0: um, you know, our parents' parents, you know, so our parents were listening to, you know, stuff like Nirvana, but our parents' parents, I don't know, do, do you think they would have really listened to artists like Nirvana or do you think it's just that those people didn't listen to the radio and therefore didn't vote for stuff like this? Didn't buy music because mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty sure there's a fact out there some or a, I don't know what there's something out there somewhere that I've read and it said that um the majority of music is bought you know um by people you know who are teenagers and, and early twenties um, and yeah, obviously those were the people that listened to artists like
1: Nirvana and new music. And then in the '90s, they were the ones buying cassettes and vinyls. Yeah. Than CDs in yeah. the aughts. So do you think do you, do you think a
0: song like "Smells Like Teen Spirit" was really the greatest song you know in quotations of all time, or do you think? Um, in my
1: personal opinion. Yeah, because mm, I no. I don't think I don't think it was I don't think it was. I definitely think it is one of the and Nirvana is one of the greatest bands. Oh no! Yeah, but I mean, but like the, the, in, the,
0: back then in the '90s, do you think it was common view? Uh, you know what I mean. I personally think it "Smells Like things where it is one of the greatest.
1: Well, yes, it is one of. V though that, got an that Nirvana always... on the wall
0: there, my poster. Yeah, just on for, the, for those of you who can you can see through the microphone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> yeah. well, what do you think? At the time, they were definitely as popular as they deserved to be. Yeah. But they hated it because that their whole thing was against. You know, being mainstream and being Mm. popular was meant to speak to people who are marginalized. Yeah, okay. And now that I just said that, I think that might have started the trend of people wanting to be outsiders and on, like, you know, the edges of society so that this kind of music relates to them. Mm. So we end up with fake depressed teenagers now. (laughs) I kind of think Do you think you know? that do you think fake depression te- is that an actual thing like I think that to an extent I think that you read is. one article on the internet about depression and you just get sad sometimes and yeah. they actually think they're clinically depressed. Yeah. self diagnosis Maybe it's just a, maybe it's just the
0: not- confusion thing between being sad and being depressed like you know maybe I don't know. I didn't ever had that a- problem fortunately but
1: um, Plenty of other people do. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We yeah. mm. yeah, went off on a bit of a tangent. Yeah. But actually, okay. we might be able to tie it back to a different point here. Yes. It really so grunge music like Nirvana and Linkin Park <laughs> contained singers that had severe depression, which inevitably led to their suicides. Yeah. Moment of silence for Kurt Cobain and Chester Bennington. Chester yeah. Bennington. Yeah. Paul. Oh, and uh, not a mention band, but Chris Cornell also. Ah, oh, who did he? Made uh, I Ah, drawing a blank, but he played with Audio Slave after Rage Against the Machine split up. And okay. He went on. With, I don't know Audio Slave. So. Uh, audio Slave.
0: No, I not I've never even uh, heard.
1: he it. he played with Tom Morello in that, and oh, okay, I think yeah. Um, yeah, they had depression and they eventually committed suicide. Mm-hmm. if they weren't depressed, their music wouldn't have been produced the same because they sang about their feelings and emotions. Yeah. There. Exactly. Yeah. Deep inherent sadness, mm, mm. so their depression in a way is why the music is good. Yeah, Jimmy, you wrote here. <laughs> I want to ask you this question. It essentially means we get enjoyment from their suffering.
0: <laughs> that's a, it, just popped into my head. I think I was at a few beers and I was like, Holy shit, bro! Like, <laughs> well, we, nah. we leech off their suffering in a way. All right, what do you think? Do you, that's it, that's an interesting. Debate kind of thing, yeah. like you know,
1: like in a, in a high school debate, we leech off other people's suffering. <laughs> yes or no? And before I give my opinion on that, Jimmy, let's say that is true and that we do leech off other people's suffering. In terms of music, do you think that's okay?
0: Ah, uh, yes, yeah, so because they music, are getting money
1: for this yeah. as well.
0: Well, the real so. reality is there are, you know, heaps and heaps of different emotions, right? And the great thing about music is. We, um, great, great musicians, you know, use these really deep seated emotions that they're having and they pour it into their music and that was, that's what makes it great. Um, with the, you know, um, with the circumstances of, you know, Kirk Cobain and Chester Bennington who did have, you know, severe, severe depression and they use that emotion to the emotion of sadness, I suppose, and, and, um. To, to really pour into their music and and make it what it was you know make it ha- how, how great it was and without without them without them being depressed the reality is they wouldn't have been as good musicians you know so i think it and i think it is okay for people to i guess in that sense like leech off other people's suffering because you know we're taking we're taking the good things from you know the emotion from it and and really connecting with it because you know, I think everyone's sad at, at times. and Of course. Yeah. And I think if we can connect with whatever yeah. they're producing, I think that's a beautiful thing.
1: I agree, except the one thing you said. You yep. said if they weren't depressed, they wouldn't have been as good musicians. Okay. Okay. I mean, well, no, d- they I they think would, I... No. They would have made different music, but... I don't think it would have been as, cool as good, is... though. Because they were the greatest...
0: They're, they're some of the greatest musicians of all time. If they, sure. if they were completely fine, if they weren't depressed, then they would have sung about you know, whatever else was going on in their lives, but I don't think it would have All been right. as emotional as the songs they produce. And therefore, I don't think they would have been
1: as good musicians. I disagree, but that's, that's the whole point of this, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, explain isn't it. it? <laughs> I don't think skill is something that is dependent on, well, don't rephrase that. I was going to say, it's not dependent on how emotional you are about something, but it is, but as you said, there are many, many different emotions. You can mm. pour love into an instrument and you can make a beautiful love song just the same as you can pour sadness and misery and make the likes of, you know, Nirvana or an artist that I'm a huge fan of, Elliot Smith, mm-hmm. who is another one who killed himself. Yep. Well, he was a soloist, okay. uh, artist. He, um, he was an alcoholic and all yeah. that. I said killed himself, but I think it was ruled an accident or a murder, but there is always like a deep suspicion that he killed himself uh, okay. because a lot of his music was about depression. Yeah. Or maybe I got that the other way around and he did kill himself, but they think he was... <laughs> <laughs> no, doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Sad sad lives yeah. lead to great artists. Yeah. Well,
0: sad doesn't in that,
1: and of itself.
0: Doesn't that kind of reinforce my point that like... If 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 they did leave lead sad lives, then they you know.
1: Well, yes, it it's the case for some people, but not all. Yeah, that's. I mean, the point. there
0: is a point that you know if they weren't depressed, then they could have yeah sung about just as good you know about yeah. other other things and that going on in their lives. That's, but I don't think the music would have been as good. I think it wouldn't. I think it would have been worse.
1: Maybe not have resonated with so many people. Yeah, that's and that's another
0: thing. That's that's <laughs> yeah. that's another thing that would probably talk about in the next podcast you know what like what makes good music you know is, is it the fact that oh, we can talk about it now you know what is, <laughs> why not <laughs> you know is it is it that you know it resonates with the most people or like what is it what does it mean what is good
1: music i think it i think that's what it is i think it i think well this is something that's entirely subjective yeah sometimes good music is just something catchy to listen to in the background while you do the ironing mm-hmm but if it's something you actually want to like really connect to and vibe with, yeah. good music is something that, well, yeah, you can connect to. Mm. It sings about something and it's like, hey, this person feels the same way as me or has felt the same as me. Mm. Whether that be about depression or loving someone who doesn't love you back, yeah. which let's be honest, they're more connected than <laughs> you'd like to think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, it's, I think it,
0: I think it's very similar to um the whole the whole comedy thing, you know. Something can be funny to you, but if it's not funny to the crowd that you're performing it to, well, you're a shit you're a <laughs> shit comedian or you're a shit musician, you know. <laughs> That's the reality, don't
1: you think? Well, yeah. But then you have, you know, maybe not as much comedians, but artists and musicians whose stuff is not appreciated while they're alive. And then after they're dead, sometimes long after they're dead, people come back and say they were actually brilliant. Mm, mm. You know, they didn't get it back then. Mm. Yeah, and that's, so maybe that's that's a case of being ahead of their time. Yeah, and it's bad then, but now it's truly appreciated. Mm. Like it's a very common story that Vincent Van Gogh was like that. Mm. Was it? Yes. Mm. It's ahead of their yeah, time. He was terribly poor when he was alive, but that that's for the art. Podcast. Yeah, that's, that's... yeah. That, we'll we'll delve <laughs> into that a little bit more. Um, next podcast also horrifically depressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're noticing a trend, people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now just add like one more thing yeah, before we move on. Life Commonly considered one the greatest guitarist ever, with very few rivals to that title. Although they do exist. Jimi Hendrix. Of course. Had an incredibly abusive childhood. I think his mother died when he was. He had a little brother, and I can't remember which was which, but they were 10 and 6. Mm, and, mm. you know, their dad was an army fella, and he beat the living hell out of them mm. most days, if not every day. Yeah. And when they asked him, how do we deal without mum now, he just gave them a cigarette and a glass of whiskey and said, this is how men deal with loss. Yeah. Well, he, had a, he had like a, a wooden guitar that he found at a dump with like one or two strings on it and mm-hmm. he used to carry it around like a safety blanket.
0: Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, that kind of, um, you know, asks a question like if your life is perfect, if, you're, if everything's, you know, well, not, not, not perfect, like, you know, but if everything's kind of given to you in, in life and you don't really go through any obstacles or any challenges or your life doesn't become, like, you know, bad... Um, in any sense, then you won't have any kind of inspiration to, um, you know, p- to produce any any great great music. People won't be um, people won't resonate with it as much.
1: Maybe, but I potentially, think everyone has struggles that are important to them, even if we don't see them. We see someone as, oh, you know, their family's rich, they have everything they want, you know. No, yeah, but they're... there's a difference. Like if, if somebody actually doesn't
0: have anything, like what I'm saying. In order for, let's say, you know, good music to happen, I, f- I feel like there really needs to be, um, you know, some like some kind of obstacle that they've they've gone past in their lives, mm-hmm. or some kind
1: of challenge, or, you know, some their life isn't an impetus. Yeah. yeah. You know, you get shot down by someone you like, or you yeah, know, you lose someone close to you. Mm. Or... That's what inspires yeah. them. You know. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Um. Do you want to talk not about? Not necessarily depression. Yeah. yeah or, no. No. Or not no, anything. Like... Yeah
1: an issue yeah that an really issue affects. yeah all, all right.
0: right most mostly mostly uh, love as as heard on in many songs you know people like uh, you know, a lot of oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably what the majority thing is but and uh, that's fine you know um people obviously can resonate with that
1: because yeah.
0: everyone kind of goes through it you know um yeah so do you want to talk about Kanye West a little bit Adrian, or
1: i, I mean i guess we have to
0: all uh, right well, you're just <laughs> So anyway, a song, when did? When was it released? I think 2017, 2016? I don't
1: know, I just remember we listened to it in the car Yeah. At
0: lift yourself, lift yourself If you haven't heard of it, go listen to it now <laughs> um, If you are listening, which you, nobody is, but that's all right. That's another, mm-hmm. that's another thing um, Why did he release it? So at the end of the song, it was not kind of a normal song And then he's like, whoop-de-dee-poop Scoop-dee-whoop-dee-poop
1: Poop, poop <laughs> I mean, we would play the. did he actua- scoop poop poop poop? If copyright wasn't yeah, a thing, copyright. we'd actually play the clip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, at what point he just says poop three times in a row <laughs> yeah. rhythmically? <laughs> yeah. So why? Like, why,
0: why did he? What was the point of this? You know, why? Like, I think I, what I heard somebody say was <laughs> that um he he released it to shut you know to sh- show. The, to kind of prove to people that anyone will listen to him, no matter what, what the fuck he, you know, produces, you know, like he's, he's the king of.
1: No, is that is that
0: why? Like, why why did he why would he release something like that? Here's the thing: why are people listening to it. <laughs>
1: this is an extremely difficult question because with Kanye West is a is a, is a special mind. Kanye West <laughs> yeah. you know he's either a genius or he's completely batshit insane yeah I can't begin to comprehend why he thought this was a good idea <laughs> yeah. he's a brilliant artist he's he is. actually he's one b- of the probably
0: the if you know if not the best artist in the 21st century one could argue
1: mm. yeah <laughs> yeah he's brilliant at what he does But you know the the guy he he says some weird shit. Yeah, he does. He's uh, (laughs) he's done some weird shit. He's a pretty crazy dude. Remember when? So trying to to get inside this guy's head, I think, is an entirely (laughs) futile thing. Yeah. Uh, To we can we can Uh um we can
0: predict you know like we can predict all the all the all the maths and stuff to you know, to land people on the moon, to land people on, you know, in, on Mars. They're working on the, all the maths that can predict, you know, all the the, the rocket science to, to land someone on Mars. but, but they, you... they they can't predict what the fuck's going on in Kanye West's head.
1: You can never tell what <laughs> Yeezy's going to do next. <laughs> I, In that regard, if you're going to call him a genius musician, mm. then, well, then that very well could be that it, it was to prove a point that people... Don't really care so much about actual music now as they just care about the name of the person who made it. Mm, mm. You know, it's Kanye, it's him. Yeah, and that's a, a god. Yeah, <laughs> and that's uh, kind of a massive thing in in
0: art. You know, I, I watched a um, I watched a documentary of um, you know Banksy, the, anonim- oh, yeah, the anonymous yeah, the, the graffiti graffiti yeah, yeah. artist, and um, and he one of his things, one of his like it was like it's got the called Thirty Days in New York. The documentary. And each day he does something like a little bit different. And one yeah. day he just sell, he gets someone to sell his paintings mm. at like a, on like a random, like a stand, yeah. like in the middle of New York. But and like nobody it, knew that it was Banksy's and people are yeah, just yeah. going up like, Oh yeah, no, that's nice. I might, I might take uh, this. Uh, how much yeah, is it? Yeah. $15? Yeah, I'll take it for $15. And like, you just, you know, walk, walk past people just yes. walking past this, these, these paintings worth hundreds of thousands of dollars, <laughs> you know? So it kind of
1: reinforces the Co- point that Coisa people... Denley, did that guy actually buy it for $15? Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> lucky son of a... <laughs> <thing. laughs> yeah. uh, Coisa Denley is as, as another point of Banksy. You know, yeah. he, made, um, he sold some of his art at an auction and then a person bought oh, it yeah. for like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Maybe tens of thousands. Yeah. It might be stretching it a bit, but as soon as it was bought and paid Banks for... Thanks, he pressed the
0: button, it shredded itself. shredded it to pieces. <laughs> well, he did, yeah. He yeah. pressed...
1: Well, somebody did,
0: but it was purposely done like that. But now now it'll be worth, you know... It's a real heaps, way to... Heaps of money. That's
1: a real way to stick your finger up to the system. Right? <laughs> yeah. Or maybe just to money or pretentious art. hmm But back to Kanye. Either that, he's making a point that either people don't really care about music anymore... Or they just love him that much. Mm. Or he genuinely thought that was a brilliant piece of <laughs> lyricism at the end. You know,
0: in a hundred years from now, Maybe. you know, we'll
1: be we we could be I mean, listening like to music. It'll be is,
0: just like that. I mean, like it'll be it'll point, be a genius. Yeah,
1: even then, you have to admit it's still catchy. <laughs> yeah. Poopity whoop whoopity. It's it's shit. It's poop, but it's it still makes it good. It's Literal like shit. That's what he's talking about. Like. Anyway, Uh, anyway, I wish I could, I just, just know what that guy was thinking. Yeah,
0: yeah. So we'll go on to kind of a different topic, and this is this is a very deep question. I think that we could probably unpack. We'll try to unpack it anyway. Um, How does the music we listen to have an influence on our personality and our identity? Um, Oh, well. What is it? Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. I'll go first, bro. No, don't worry about it. Um, so our personality and identity, like, I guess, it, I guess that's more than, you know, it kind of affects more, more people than others, you know, like my, um, you, you, see, you see people like that, that emo stage. Goths.
1: Yeah. Raw D uh,
0: Yeah. No, yeah. Like the, you know, the people that, <laughs> <What was this? laughs> it's for, yeah, it's sorry, I'm
1: just quoting memes at this point. Please continue. <laughs>
0: My cousin went through that stage. She um, She's four years older. When she was like, you know, 16, 15, she went through the goth emo kind of stage and she was listening to like Screamo, went over her house, and she had like all the black hair and the... Nothing but black, black eyeliner, <laughs> yeah. really thick and black fingernails. Yeah. So, quite yeah, obviously, yeah. music affected her, um, her identity and personality more than most people, you know. Um, she was listening to the Screamo and the heavy metal kind of stuff and. Um, that, that's who she was, you know, that's her kind of at that, at that stage in her life. She's not like that anymore. Um, thank God. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but obviously, but then, uh, you know, I guess people who don't listen to music as much, I guess it doesn't influence their you know, identity as much. Um, people like I mean, you and me, always, I guess it does a little bit. Yeah.
1: There's always people who like take it really seriously. I mean, like when you, again, this is me, when you picture the image of a metalhead. I generally don't think people picture someone like me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my hair's pretty short. I don't talk very loudly.
0: Well, yeah, I wouldn't not.
1: consider you a full like a metalhead. Well, it is mostly what I listen to. Yeah, I suppose. Thing.
0: But that, oh, I guess mm. I guess that kind of
1: reinforces your point. I wouldn't see you as a metalhead. <laughs> no, I, I would, though. As myself personally, mm-hmm. more over any other thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, you picture guys who wear like all leather and they've got like the jack boots and their hair down past their back. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the people, yeah,
0: kind of, um, I guess that kind of all comes down to, you know, fitting in with a crowd almost, you know, like if, you know, the people that do really, um, you know, dress in a certain way that kind of reflects the music they listen to. They want to fit in with the kind of crowd. They want to kind of look like the kind of person that does listen to metal or the kind of person that does listen to Hannah Montana or whatever it is, you know, like the little, you know, the little girls running yeah. around
1: in there. Preteens. And-
0: well, Hannah Montana yeah. back when she wasn't, you know, crazy, <laughs>
1: Back <laughs> crazy when, person. <laughs> back when Miley Cyrus was still Hannah Montana.
0: Yes. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. back, even I was saying like, you know, little, yes. you know, like children, you know, they kind of. I guess the music yeah, might shape really their might. identity in a way, in a, in a in
1: a big way. You know they. Yeah, so I never really listened to Hannah Montana growing up. No, but I'm just I, whenever as an example. That came, whenever that came on Saturday morning TV or like before school, I would just change the channel. <laughs> yeah. I watched Avatar: The Last Airbender instead. I wish
0: I, I wish I had your, you know, your your TV tastes. <laughs> well, to be fair, yeah. you, had, you didn't have siblings that you know. Younger yeah, siblings no. that took over the TV. Ah, I, had to, so I had to f-
1: kept watching Hannah Montana, so I was, you know, I'm going almost out in on, high school. <laughs> I'm going out on a limb here, but I'm guessing the songs are pretty happy and upbeat. Yeah. Well, and about happy themes. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't guess what a preteen girl would want to sing about, but, you know, <laughs> I never Rainbows was one, and butterflies. But, and horses. Wait, seriously? Well, horses, yeah. You know, a lot oh, of horse songs. That's, that's
0: so dumb. <laughs>
1: <laughs> So dumb. <laughs> but no, yeah, I mean, I was, guess, guess who you are. But I was 12 and my brother was telling, was showing me songs about, you know, becoming a monster. <laughs> that, that's Slipknot, by the way. Becoming but, a monster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before I Forget, yeah, Slipknot. Right. Yeah, play yeah, that's his favorite. Give it a listen to. <laughs> <It's> some, <laughs> <laughs> it's, there's no Hannah Montana. Like <laughs> yeah. By the way, the lead singer of Snip, Slipknot, Corey Taylor, has like one of the thickest necks in the world. <laughs> whether whether that is why he can sing so deeply and like scream the entire time, or yeah. if it's a side effect, no one knows. <laughs> but moving on, yeah, moving on. Um, all right. Uh, personality, our identity. You want to add anything to that, maybe? Because mm-hmm. I think you know we already mentioned. The easiest example to think of, and I think generally the people who take it the furthest are the goths or the emos. Yeah, those
0: are the guys take it the furthest. But for, for people like, you know, the general population who listen to music every day, but, you know, I guess different types of music. If, if you're listening to just one genre, I suppose it would play a large effect on who you are. Yeah. Um, but I guess if you're like most people and listen to multiple genres, but obviously, I guess, a favourite favorite kind of, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, then I guess yeah I guess it would I mean personally you know it does take a little bit of an effect on on who I am I guess um, you know listening to um, music like Coldplay and like Jeff Buckley and Oasis yeah. it kind you know like uh, it kind of it kind has made uh, uh, has it made me into a more calm more kind of um, artistic person maybe I don't know. Um,
1: it's hard to kind Maybe. of reflect in that way. You said, like, uh, the, that music made you calm, and they're generally calm, smooth yeah. kinds of songs, but there was a study, and I hate to bring up Metal again, but there was a study that, you know, people generally perceive them as violent, because, you know, there's, like, aggressive mosh pits at the yeah. concerts and such, and the lyrics a lot of the time do deal with things like, you know, satanic imagery, violence, hatred, death, mm. Like, mm. all that. Yeah. Um, and, you know bands with names like black sabbath yeah that. but generally metalheads are some of the most calm, approachable and you know <laughs> yeah. easygoing people yeah. so the theory is that that all that aggression is an outlet so and yeah. by listening to that music they get rid of any of those more aggressive sorts of emotions mm. That's very interesting. They actually this, this is just another side note of that study they have share personality traits most commonly with the people who mostly listen to classical music. <laughs> there you go. That's quite interesting, Adrian.
0: Yeah, You're an interesting yeah. man, full of yeah. full of knowledge. <laughs> oh, stop it. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll um go on to the next thing. Um is there a layer of fakeness with people who listen to certain types of music, and we can we can see, um, uh, well, I've seen. This is what I wrote it down. I can see it. I can see it quite clearly. I don't know people who listen to stuff like um, Little Pump and, and Kodak <laughs> Black. I'll, I've got a list here. Lil Yachty, uh, Six Nine, XXX. Well, okay. To be fair, XXX. fantastic I get around. I get around some of his music. And and then the music isn't bad. The music isn't bad. Um, but I do see that there is a layer of fakeness,
1: um, especially with not, teenagers. Not to the artists themselves. No. no well, uh, okay. Well, we, that's you We should different... make that clear. Yeah. That that's we're not, Sorry. We're not talking about the artists themselves being no, no, fake no, no, no. and what they're singing about, but b- people who pretend to like it and listen to it just because everyone else does. Yeah. 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 Just... Because there is a bit of a, you know, a culture. If you are, if you
0: listen to these kind of, um, you know, rebellious, uh, you know, you know, um, kind of, well, I don't know what, is hood appropriate, the hood
1: rapper, you know, people from the, Uh, maybe not the best, but, you know, gangster, kind of, Uh, yeah, gangster, gangster rap was like the 90s, yeah, just, just, you know, the the kind of rap that is about hustling guns and killing people, yeah, you know, fucking bitches, who is that guy, making money, YMG Kelly, is that his name? Uh, the guy who sang a song about shooting his best friend and then he actually got arrested for shooting his best friend <laughs> and what? he, like, had details in the song <laughs> that, that, that incriminated him.
0: <laughs> what a strange man. <laughs> Did he release it after he died, like the guy died? Or? I
1: think so, yeah. Wow. Well,
0: okay. <laughs> Not the smartest yeah. of breeds. It, um, that
1: that kind of music—that's yeah. what you're referring to. That's what I'm about, referring to. About just criminal activity.
0: Yeah, the, the kind right. of music that people
1: listen to for a vibe. Yeah. Um. The the that the people singing this music would have had more experience with growing up in poorer areas. Yeah. 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 Um. In America.
0: specifically. In America specifically, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. But yeah, I mean, I mean, the. It is good music. It can't, you know. It, it is sure it is. It is yeah. good music. There's a reason why people listen to it. There's a reason why it's probably one of the, you know, highest or most popular forms of music today. But um, I don't know. I, I throughout the throughout the last sort of five or six years, I have noticed that you know a lot of a lot of my friends have been listening to the music, um, and I I think that they're listening to it more because. Um, you know, because it is cool for them to listen to. It is a cool kind of genre to listen to. Just what do you
1: think? popular. It's popular, yeah. I you don't... Know, it's... What do you... Like... I don't know if I'd say cool. Like, there are genuine... Like you said, there are genuinely good artists out there. Like, I do get around X and some of the themes and the things yeah. he sang about. You know, like... Was it Revenge? Sweet Revenge? That was one of his earlier songs. Mm. You know, that and also Tyler, Revenge Tyler, yeah Revenge Tyler, is Revenge song, yeah. Yeah. I really like uh, that Tyler yeah. the Creator yeah uh, okay. you know I've... did a really good one recently at, the, at least at the time of this recording released Igor mm-hmm. album it was eh but it was still you know better than most of the other stuff yeah the thing is there is definitely an aspect to it but then also how many people are just listening to it as a joke to laugh at it like I saw this a lot with Takashi 6 9 yeah you know because guys are Fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Clearly. Yeah. I mean, I can't cite any lyrics because there's racial slurs in there. <laughs> yeah. That I don't feel comfortable saying. He's in jail now, isn't he? Yeah, so. Oh, yeah. He's way in prison. he kill someone? Or? Murder, armed robbery, yeah. like, a possession of illegal firearms. Yep. Yeah. And that kind of goes
0: on to the next point. These artists, um, they all kind of fit the same sort of person. Like, they, they're all very... Well in a way the look. the look the image they're all um i've looked you know looked up <laughs> pictures of triple, you know xss fantasian Little yodi kodak black Lil Pump, 69 um they're all young like in like you know late teens to early 20s they all have weird rainbow hair <laughs> which i don't know what the hell's going on there like
1: you know that's that's not really weird i would say but they definitely go for mad colors what yep. they do they all have tattoos and they all have grills.
0: Oh, and the grills. And Especially th- tattoos on the face. Yeah, fa- face yeah. tattoos. So, they're obviously going for um, the young and rebellious kind of image. Young um, and rebellious used to mean wearing a leather jacket and smoking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How yeah. times change. <laughs> and, and, um, and the music producers, they're obviously, you know, I mean, obviously, okay, these people didn't get to where they are by themselves. They, they've they've obviously ha- they also they obviously have a team behind them that is pr- obviously helping. Oh, why do I keep so obviously? Why is it so obvious? <laughs> but they're producing a they're producing the music with them probably for them. They're um, kind of making sure that they they survive in the music industry because they do have that image people tend to these days connect with um you know that young the, and rebellious the, kind of kind the, of the character yeah the image yeah because everyone well, wants to be young and rebellious
1: in a way i would raise a, a counterpoint you know like you you mentioned of course they have some talent but the thing is a lot of these rappers got famous on soundcloud yeah you know and that stuff they did entirely by themselves. Yeah. They mixed the beats themselves. They produced it themselves. Yeah. They got famous off their own merit, and then they got picked up by yeah labels that do
0: all the work. Labels, for them.
1: yeah. As
0: they'll be like, oh well, this guy, you know, this guy can rap. F- this guy has, you
1: know, but yeah. mainly they as to be fair was as to be fair was the case with most bands back yeah. in the day. You know, they played circuits, and then they got picked up by agents and talent artists and. Mm. Signed on to labels that really made mass production possible. Yeah. That's just how music goes. Yeah, that is true. But, like, why is it that there are they, so many rappers that relate. fit the exact
0: same image?
1: I don't know. I think it's just a look that's become popular. Yeah. Or, or to stand out. Because most people aren't going to get face tattoos. Yeah. Most people aren't going to dye their hair bright blue or purple. Or, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Or, of course, some people do in yeah. both those regards really really most people don't wear grills unironically I think (laughs) yeah then again that seems to be a more urban American thing so I can't say Mm -hmm. I don't know Mm. Um, Uh, which it kind of connects to the
0: previous point like are people listening to it just because they want to be cool or are people listening to it because they really enjoy listening to the music because it you know, these people, they do have the, the image. Line... They want to connect with that image, you know.
1: The line becomes blurry because you can listen to people that you do like. Like I said, I like Exec Extentacion. I like Tyler, the Creator. I actually like Denzel Curry mm. as well. But I feel like people who may like those exact same three artists and not many others may still feel obligated to listen to Kodak Black and Lil Pump. And yeah, sure, Just because yeah. it's the same style, you know. It's all hip-hop. So they'll be like... There's always the accusation of being like, oh, you know, you're not giving that a chance, you know, mm, or mm. whatever. By the way, can I just mention Fuck Logic? <laughs> Why? I, like, I actually get around Logic. No, well,
0: no. Some of his stuff. I like Grandpa Spaceship. <laughs> 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 he just, Which is the Rick and Morty he introduction. Just, <laughs> oh, he just rubs me the
1: wrong way. <laughs> I don't mind him. Well, first of all, his music isn't terrible. No. But it feels so weird to see a guy that is clearly white <laughs> as much as he loves to say he's biracial. I mean the guy <laughs> and he, what? He, he easily just like throws out the ra- it's just the the look doesn't match, you know no yeah, exact not- well so what he doesn't have you know. It's Image. just uncomfortable to look at. No, it's like watching any other guy that you would easily assume be white. Just throw those words out, yeah, easily. Yeah, and correct. you do see it in, you know, a group of white guys in a car singing along the gangster. Right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, you killed a man. <laughs> sure.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. sure, buddy. <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, so, I guess in about ten years ago when we were growing up. Um, you know the same sort of, you know, the image, um, kind of ca- came came through Disney and Nickelodeon with with artists such as Hannah Montana and Ariana Grande, Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato. They were these were all actresses in Nickelodeon and Disney. Yep. And um, nice and they became well. popular because not because of their singing ability, surely not because of their music ability, but because they were already popular. Um, and they fit the image that, that they wanted to go for. And then they would have got people to write, you know, write songs and, you know, use the algorithms, I guess, probably. And, and suddenly they're, you know, some of the biggest music
1: artists in the world. And I haven't listened to any of their music. Yeah, but. Can't really speak to it, but it was like, even before them, it was the same kind of thing with like Britney Spears. Yeah. It was more about the image than the music. Uh huh. There's an interesting side note. It was a joke by uh, Jimmy Carr. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the media really gave Britney Spears a hard time. Yeah. Like, she, she was in a bad way, and they made it worse by hounding her, you know. Mm-hmm. Bunch of bastards. But, yeah. But, you know, they said, Britney Spears is a type of woman, you know, we'll see her on television, and she's like, she's gained weight? Terrible. <laughs> yeah. But we'd still high-five each other if we got to smash her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, strangers on the bus, you'd just be, like, yelling it at them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was back in the day, at least. Like, oh... Um... <laughs> I don't even know if I developed a sex drive when she was popular. I mean, we, were, we were that young. <laughs> I didn't
0: we, even you have know. my first boner yet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but anyway.
0: Yeah, but um, I guess the the point I'm trying to make is,
1: in, in, in artists,
0: music artists these days they're there because of their. Yeah well not all of them obviously but a lot of them are there because of their image they're not there because they're the best music artists in the world they're there because they've got got an image and they've got music you know music producers behind the scenes making the music for them um, and i'm i'm fi- like i'm fine with that like i think that if as yeah, yeah. i think as long as um as long as people are ha- people are happy people are getting into the music you know it doesn't it shouldn't make it shouldn't it shouldn't um shouldn't be bad i don't think yeah
1: i mean just because something is popular doesn't mean there's not something else out there that you might like Mm. the thing is you just have to look yeah you know i mean it's fine to complain that this music isn't as good as you know what used to be or what was but you can never deny someone what they enjoy yeah yeah and if and if they if that you know if they like there's always going to be someone out there making something different or doing something retro you know Mm. there's yeah, mm. there's still metal bands out there making more music. There's still Elvis Presley style. Yeah, singers, although they're really hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. But uh, does it just... does it take away from its authenticity though that that it, that that you, there are people you know that don't necessarily have are extremely talented. They're not making the music themselves. You know, it, it's not it's not the same as you know back in back in the day mm. when it was just pure bands who just rose up, that, you know, they don't have the image per se, but they just rose up because they they created be-
1: beautiful music. In a does it take
0: away from the authenticity,
1: do you think? I, I think it does, in, in, in a way. Yeah, in a way I think it does as well. But you have to remember that we commonly think of the Beatles as one of the greatest bands ever, and they re- they not only relied on image a lot, mm. you know, matching suits and bowl cuts, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, but also when they were new... They were said, oh, it's good. the fad's gonna die out. You yeah, know, right. they're not great. Yeah, and let's be honest, some of their earlier stuff—it's just a couple of really catchy chords sung together by guys with great voices. Mm. It's good music, but it's not complex or yeah, difficult, yeah. as you know. So they say, ah, oh, it's just it'll disappear in a year <laughs> or two. Yeah. And here we are. Uh, yeah. Yesterday is a movie that's coming out. Yeah,
0: and yeah. yeah. Well, it's possibly the well, most influential exactly. band of all time. Um, another thing I want to just quickly touch on before we wrap it up, I think. Um, Michael Jackson. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of ignore his potential. We won't talk about the pedophile whole thing um, because that's not what we're talking about. Thank you. <laughs> South Park reference, sorry. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, is it a similar situation with the whole... You know, not not really authentic. Like he 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 grew up with the Jackson Five. He was you know five six years old when they started. They were making great music then. He obviously didn't write the music. And then suddenly, you know, when he's twenty thirty, is put you know so you know he was potentially writing. writing which I don't think he truly was writing um, some of the greatest pop songs um, of all time.
1: I, I I think I think well, it's he obviously he had was. the image. Um, that's he d- he why it became so good. He did, I don't think he wrote all of his songs, but he definitely wrote some mm. of them. Yep. You know, probably some of the best ones that he made. Mm-hmm. I can't rattle them off my head right now. And I, but how, what does it mean? I like writing, like, did, how, you, write, how, you write the lyrics and you write, like how much the of the song composed, did he actually write? Do you think? Probably almost definitely the lyrics. Okay. And then I don't know how, if he could mix the beats or, you know, write yeah. the, Backgrounds, but he was definitely really talented. That's yeah. the thing. Just because when he was, he was a little perf- kid, He was an it
0: ed- was an ed- performer, an entertainer. Yeah. Though, he was, pe- was he really
1: a a, music- a musician? Um, well, I don't know if he. I don't know if he played any musical instruments. He was a singer. Yeah. Oh, d- he might have played piano in Jackson Five. Yeah. But you know, like he clearly had talent as a yeah. singer. Yeah. If nothing else either as a writer or a performer. Mm. It's not like they auto I don't want to bring her up again. They auto-tuned Britney Spears, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, You know, and a lot of modern rappers today use auto-tune. It's like part of the song, mm, you know. Mm. He never needed it unless it was like one little part to like make the song pop, mm, but mm. it was his voice. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, and you know, his dancing, his choreography, so... Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, you know, that's a good way to. I
1: definitely think that he was genuine. Yeah. In as far as his music went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. not so much with kids and plastic. <laughs> that's right. And the plastic surgery. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: And, but um, to wrap it up, I think I think you know, if you enjoy the music, although it may, although there there might be heaps of people writing it, you know, don't don't rely don't don't believe that it's just the one person, you know, don't don't just you know idolize this one person. Thinking that, you know, well, you don't have to, with people, with, with, okay, how, how do, how do mean, I phrase this?
1: Give credit to the people who do all the behind the scenes work. Yeah, that's work. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. The songwriters, the mix artists, the people who actually, you know, do all the hard work and spend nights awake thinking about how to create a song that is going to be a hit. Because mm, there's more there's more people, yes. you know, writing the music than you may think, <laughs> Not always necessarily, yeah. But usually, you can bet that there's a lot more work gone into this than just the the person, product, yeah, the person that is singing it or playing the instrument. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, any, any anything more to say, Adrian? No, uh, I'm good. <laughs> well, thanks for listening to another episode of Cause of the Void. See you later. <laughs>